214 Gaming Podcast is for mature audiences only. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any Department of Defense or U.S. government entities as a whole. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Every time I see that ending and I see us at the baseball game, I just keep on missing baseball more and more. It's coming back, dude. It's February, coming back. Don't worry. February 26, baby. It's Ladies coming back. and gentlemen, welcome back to church. We're here today with Jason Gassis. Hey, welcome, Jason. Welcome, welcome. We appreciate Thank you being you guys. here. We appreciate you being here. Thank you very much for, for uh, coming and uh, hanging out with us, dude, on a, on a beautiful Sunday morning, right? Oh, yeah. Where is, where, where, where is, where is Sunday morning for you right now? Uh, currently we're in, uh, South Louisiana, so. Okay. Okay. Uh, what, what, are there any towns of note uh, in your vicinity? Like, or, or how far away are you from Lafayette? We're about five or, miles. Or, uh, we're about five Lafayette? miles outside of Lafayette. How far? About five miles outside of Lafayette. Okay. 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 I was going to say like between like New Orleans, Baton Rouge and like Lafayette, like I don't know too many other Louisiana <laughs> towns, you know what I mean? Like. Those are kind of some 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 of the more main ones, I guess. Good morning, Ronnie J. My man. Good morning, good morning, drill sergeant. Good morning, drill sergeant. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, Ronnie. So tell so tell me. So you are you you are you are a veteran. That is correct. Yes. Yes. And can can you tell us? Can you tell us just a little bit a little bit about your service or your time in service, and maybe uh, a little <laughs> bit about what you did and uh, and what you what you thought of it? I guess maybe uh, while you while you served so shortly after high school i joined the air force and uh ended up getting hurt uh was medically discharged what did was you, out what only did you, a year what did you what did what did you do oh uh i was what weapon systems in the air force say i'm sorry i apologize say that one more time i was weapon systems in the air force did you did you enjoy it it was all right okay okay and you it was kind of boring it was more paperwork for me than anything oh okay oh. Okay, so do you, so you said you were medically discharged from the Air Force? Yeah, I was medically discharged. Uh, okay. Texas Heat had asthma. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. The asthma in that area. Uh, so they put me out because you can't have Air Force or you can't have asthma in the Air Force. I got all. Okay. Yeah. So um, and then you and then you ended up going back into the service. Is that correct? I did. I went back Army. And okay. uh, holy shit. So. So you got medically discharged in the Air Force, and the Army's like, fuck it, bro. Come on in, right? Yeah, well, I, it took me like six months of tests. So I was out about a year before I went back into service because they had to do all their tests. Okay. Okay. And then you, I'm, I'm assuming like made it through made it through your training. What was your what was your MOS in the uh in the Army? Uh Army, I was a, a cook. Um, 
first duty station was Fort Polk, Louisiana. All Absolutely right. hated it. And right. then uh, went to Korea, Bragg. Um, at Bragg, I got the opportunity to work behind the wire. Cool. On, Good for uh, you. Compound. How was nice. that? Tell us about that. Can you? Can you? Well, t tell us. Tell us what you were allowed to share. What uh, I for, can say is. For, for uh, excuse. Oh, I'm sorry. For those for those who are not familiar, uh, on Fort Bragg, uh, the term uh, behind the wire means he worked with the special people who do special things, right? And so that's right. why I'm asking him about uh, about his experience here. So I apologize for interrupting. Go ahead, brother. Oh, you're good, man. Um, it was a great experience. It's one of those things where your metal is absolutely tested. If you can't do it by yourself, you probably cannot do it. Right. But oh, uh, the those guys were the reason I actually got promoted to E5. Like they pushed for awesome. me to get promoted. Um, after that, went to Alaska and was uh, the food service NCO IC for the Black Rapids training site, which is the Northern Warfare Training School up there. Good for you. Good for you. So you, so you, so you got as, as a as a army cook, you fucking made the rounds. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm badass. I, I love to hear that. I love yeah. hearing that, especially as a '92 golf myself, hearing the the other opportunities because you know you see, you know, we don't get to do a lot, but we no. do have the opportunity. Do you know, you, you, well, you guys have the opportunity to go pretty much anywhere in the fucking world that the army is, which is a billion and a half different places. As long as you show some, uh, I guess, resolve or stay in, stay in long enough, you know what I mean? Like right. some of the, if you keep, if you basically, if you keep trying to be good at your job of being a fucking army cook, you can, some of those better, those better positions will start falling in your lap. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, m most people don't understand that cooks probably have the most opportunities in the army. Um, one of those being the C8 program, which I wasn't able to join, but uh, it actually what puts what you. What does that program do? You're pretty much a private chef for ah. congressmen or even General. the president yeah i have a i have a good friend of mine he was actually the private chef to uh michelle obama awesome so I now i have a question about that too he was short wasn't he good morning dylan mason shorter than me yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because i i remember like because i'm i'm five foot nine and i remember like during during the training they said that you know that's the ca program is probably one of the best opportunities that you can get you get a good schedule you get a full stomach and you pretty much get like you get to pretty much live your life in the oh, military, yeah. but working for the, the 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 top heads. And I remember them saying um, that to work on Air Force One as a cook, you have to be a specific height. Like you have to be like five five or something like that, or maybe like around around that height. Right. I mean, probably, I, probably a range, but it's probably within like two or three. You have to be within two or three inches of that range. Right. I I, I, I there. There are there are rules like that, but they're in place for a reason. You know what I mean? Same with Absolutely. the uh, you know, like the the tomb sentinels. You know, the the, the tomb of the unknown soldier guards. You know, like it's it's very similar with that. Like there's just specific requirements for sure. Uh, how long how long were you in the army, uh, Jason? I, I did eight years in the army. Eight years? Fuck! So you made your IR time like right by by the by the skin of your teeth, right? But oh yeah, they uh, they put me out medically, and I was like, yep, yeah, I've done my time. Either way, I'm done. Good for you, man. Good for you. And so, and and you, you live in in your RV. Is that correct? Right. We live. We live in a. We live in an RV. We um. Funny story about the RV is, last year. 
it was getting close. I mean, it, we were about six months away from being uh, done with our lease for our apartment. Okay. Now look at my wife and I'm like, you know, how does like living in an RV sound? You know, I'm, I can't work and we get paid enough that we can just travel the country and see stuff. She said, yeah, uh, we've had first RV we looked at fell underneath us. It was sold out from underneath us. And then the second RV that we looked at, the one that we're in, it was a 1989. It didn't look good on the inside, but it was one of those where we saw potential. So $9,800 for the RV and honestly about 10 grand worth of materials put into it. And our RV is, you know, making headlines, not only with, you know, you guys and some people in the group, but other RV sites, people are coming to us and asking us, well, how we, how do we do this, this, and this? Badass. That's fucking badass. And it, and I'm, and I'm assuming you're able to live on a little bit, a little bit more of a uh, constructive budget, let's say. Oh yeah. By, yeah by just, 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 but just by virtue of living in, in the, uh, in the RV itself. Right. So is it, is it, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, or I, I say I have to assume it's just you and your wife, right? Well, it's uh, me, my wife, and uh, my two younger stepsons. Okay, nice. how, how how young are they? Uh, Jesus Christ, uh, ten and eight. So are yeah. they? Uh, what is their What is their elementary education like then? Uh, as you guys like move from well, place, to place to place, we kind of got screwed over when we moved into the RV by a uh, online school. Okay, and. Unfortunately, we had to. We're pretty much stationary right now where we are until school's over because we have them in uh, the same public school that my nephew's in. That's that was that was like the first. I've, I've got I've got two kids very close in age to yours, and like that was the right. first. I was like I was like, do they have kids? Because if they have kids, like what what what's school like? So what are you going? So what's the are, is the idea that you're going to do online uh, and and start traveling the country and and do uh, education for them online? Is that is that? Oh, well, we're looking at we're looking at homeschooling. Because honestly, okay. I hate the way that the American public school system works. Okay. You know, the, the kids aren't taught what they need to know. And what they don't need to know is pushed even more. So okay. Okay. I, I'm, I used to be a substitute teacher. So I'm going to kind of take that in my own hands and make sure that the kids are taken care of with what they need to know. Okay. Okay. So it's more, more of a... Um... As far as uh, education goes, more of a uh, common common sense approach to it versus like uh, oh, yeah. you know m- m- memorizing the answers to a test, right? Right. The uh, the uh, Socratic method, so to speak, right? Yeah. Got you. The old Got school, you. the old school way. That's believe believe, believe it or not, uh, my my last duty assignment in the army. Uh, I just ETS last year. My last duty assignment. I was a I was an instructor at the at the NCO Academy. Mm-hmm. But they have moved their 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 model of teaching at the NCO Academy uh, and all the NCO Academies across the board. I, I believe now they have moved to they have shifted to the Socratic method of teaching, where you are you're not necessarily um, teaching as as much as you are drawing knowledge from the class and filling in the remainder of the cup when they don't know. Basically, right. that makes sense. So I don't know. I th- I, th- I think there's definitely something something to that i've been looking at uh going back to college now that i'm out of the army and i want i would like to be like a high school fucking english teacher like i wouldn't mind doing that for the rest of my life right right like but like you said like the uh 
the constrictiveness that they put on some of the teachers in this country. And basically like, there's no, there's no room to wiggle. There's no anything. It's just, you're basically teaching the curriculum and the curriculum is oftentimes like, as you, as you, uh, way more eloquently than, than I would ever put is bullshit. You know, oh, yeah. the curriculum is bullshit. They're being taught stuff they don't need to know. And you know, I, sorry, I'm ranting. So, so you live in a van down by the river now. And, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you got to wait till school's out. So the where where's the first place you guys are going to? Where's the first place you guys are going to try to head towards once the uh, a lot of a movement officially begins? So I promised my wife the first place we would end up going is uh, Carlsbad, New Mexico. Yes, I've been there. It's fucking that's a, that's a that's a very cool place to go, man. Why why you Carlsbad? I have to ask why Carlsbad. She wants to go. It's it's something that's kind of close to her because of her uh, upbringing with her grandparents. So awesome. I'm like, yeah, let's let's go see it, and then we'll just spend a few months in that area because I want to do some mountain climbing. Badass. That is fun. I'm, uh, one thing I didn't mention about about that is I'm one of the few cooks that was uh, Arctic and Mountain certified. Oh, so my yeah. man. I don't even have that shit, dude. Like, my man. Like, good for you, dude. So, like, you weren't just a cook. You were a badass cook. I, I was one that I saw it. I went for it. Only thing I didn't do was Airborne and kind of disappointed me on that one. I missed I missed Airborne. I think <clears throat> I, there there are a few things in the Army I wish I, I, I wish I could have gotten around to doing, but I got stalled out. Like, where, 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 you, where you were in two services, like, I had two MLSs in the Army, and it kind of it, – it, precluded me from doing a couple things that I, I would have would have probably done if I had done like this or that instead, you know, early, earlier yeah. in my, earlier in my career. But, you know, it's one of those is what it is things. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, I don't have any regret, I, you know, of, of the things I didn't do. I do wish that I had done a couple of things that I didn't get the chance to do. There are like, there's right. definitely air, air, airborne being airborne is on the list, but it's a, it's a lot lower. You know, for me, it was uh, I wish I could have gone to Ranger School. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, want, I wanted to go to Ranger School for a long, Same. long time. It just the timelines never worked out or I was fucking deployed, you know, whatever. Like it was just one of those I like, never made it to Ranger School. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that, I would have liked to have at least tried. You know what that's I mean? How, that's, that's how that's how it was for me, too, because because, you know, for, for something, all cooks want to go airborne. I've noticed right. that, that it's a big thing. Airborne, a lot yeah, of- I mean, a lot oh, of 92 bucks want to go airborne. And I was in Fort Benning and I lived like, if you go to my backyard, you could see the, the airborne towers. Jump from, towers? Yeah. Yeah. You could, I lived right next to jump towers. And it just, it's it's like, it's a big thing. You know, a lot of cooks want to be airborne and it's not a bad thing. I I, I wanted to go myself and I had a great NCO who, who set me up. And then, you know, bad foot came, a surgery came right after that. And, you know, that was the end of that. Um, now, as a cook, and it's very, it's so crazy that this is so surprising to me because I, you had the cook whites, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. What, so, okay. So, what was your technique to keep them fresh? Oh, good question. I, I washed all of mine. <clears throat> so, I was doing everything I could to keep them, uh, keep them white, even some kind of, it, it had some kind of old lady on the, the front of the bottle. And yeah, it yeah, was I know blue, what you talk about. But it whitened everything. But with us, most of the units I was in, it wasn't about how white they are. It was about the creases. Yeah. And 
we would show up to work and I was one of the ones I wasn't going to be outdone. I had an NCO that would freeze <laughs> pitchers into his uh, cook whites. Well, I showed up one day with the Adidas logo and I got the day off. So, you know, I was, I, I kept that going my entire career where I would do something into the, the cook whites as far as like a logo or something. And I did that as motivation for myself to keep me going because I'm ADD as hell. But then it was also for, you know, other soldiers to see, oh, well, this dude's doing this and he's getting time off. Maybe we should do it. It, it, it up the motivational, yeah. It upped the standard. And, th- and that's the best thing because a lot of people look down as cooks because they think that we don't do anything, you know. You know, sometimes we miss PT on Thursdays, you know. Yeah, no and, you know anybody, it, it anybody. happens. A lot of I, I think the, the the vast the vast majority of the bitching morning, about cooks. Anthony, good, good morning, Dylan. The, uh, the 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 vast majority of uh, shit talking on the cooks in the army, you know, it goes down to the lowest. It, it's at the lowest level. Well, and, the thing is with the you know, with cooks and shit talking, every MOS would shit talk a cook in garrison, but as soon as you were in the field, your right. cook was your best friend. That's exactly yeah. right, and that and especially yeah, and 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 <laughs> coming from the uh, from the infantryman's perspective, like. I used to tell my fucking soldiers, like, I don't care fucking how much or little we get put on our plate for, you know, hot chow. We're getting, like, the fact that we're getting hot chow, like, fucking say thank you to every single fucking cook out there. Don't ever shit on your fucking cooks. Yeah. No. And, I, like, yeah. So what what year did you get out? I got out in 16. Oh, the same year I did, actually. Interesting. Uh, so so you used the containerized kitchen then, the CK? Uh. Yeah, big old, we had the, the big old trailer one yeah. that you had to. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was my baby. That was well, I was in COIC I... of my unit in Alaska pretty much because my NCO had checked out at that point. And uh, I was actually training the next generation that was coming in on how to use stuff, cool. which I loved. That was that was me. I loved to, to make sure my knowledge was passed on. But uh the CK does not work well when going down a hill during a blizzard in Alaska. No shit. You don't know that uh, story. What's fucked up is my driver. He was like, no, I'm not driving in the blizzard. Like we're up a mountain. I want to go home, dude. I didn't have a Kevlar. I didn't have my license technically in Alaska. Oh boy. My military license because my go. units had fucked up. So doing the, uh, the military thing, I said, fuck it. Get out of the way. I'll drive. I don't think anyone's going to pull us over to, to ask where my military license is. Let's go. Right. But yeah, the CK, that's that was my thing. I it's love a, that. A be- thing. It's a beautiful piece of machinery, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, in the winter, I think morning, we'll keep Deshaun. you warm. Good morning. Yeah, what one thing that was when I love well, we had an incident when I because you know, as a cook, you know, in the field, you're either gonna have the worst time of your life or the best time of your life. And what probably one of the more interesting things about the field as a cook is some of the juices that you make. And and we actually had an incident where actually we I had an incident where the powder, the grape juice powder, it gave me an allergic reaction, and my first sergeant called me a Klingon. Oh shit. Yeah, um, that that was one incident, and then we actually had another incident where another another unit that another cook you actually ranger cooks, where they fell asleep with their um, with their ovens on, 
inside the CK overnight, and which led to uh, which led to you know you know how it is the mass punishment. It went around, and we all had to sleep outside in the dark inside of our tents. Which you know, when you got the CK, you know you you live you're living in luxury. But but yeah, man, it, it, very very beautiful thing. So now back you know back to the RV. So I, I I'm assuming that with you know with your with your family you have a big RV. Um, so we have a 37 foot RV, nice. but it's not, it's not the kind of RV that most people think when they think, you know, class A, because yeah. most people, when they're thinking class A, they're thinking the slides that come out the side. So it gives you right. more space. Right. Ours is technically listed under as a bus. We have no slides. You know, right. we have about seven feet, eight feet from wall to wall throughout the entire thing. And. Um, it's about 34 feet actual livable area. Okay. That's fucking great. So, you know, there's four of us in here and it gets cramped at times, but you know, it's, it's been the best thing on my mental health. It's and, funny. It's, it, it's funny. Is it not the things that we find, uh, cathartic after, uh, after our experiences, you know? Oh the, yeah. It, it, I've, you know, even, you know, during, during my transition last year, getting out, and then now that I've officially uh, ETSed, I have found multiple things that I do not know why it soothes my soul, but, like, I'll be in the middle of doing something, and I'm like, damn, like, this is just kind of cathartic. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels good, you know, doing this thing, whatever that whatever that thing is. You know what I mean? Oh, like, God, beanie weenies in the can, the little small can. Remind yeah. me of the damn Jimmy Dean's. I, I, and- that, that used to be fucking pog pog bait that I would take to the field. I used to take that shit to the field, dude. Like it's pog bait, dude. Like, yep. yes, dude, yes, absolutely. That's dude, my man, man after and, my own heart, right here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, sir. And when we come back right after this quick break, we're gonna dig more, and we're gonna find, we're gonna. We learned recently that the the amp the amplifier the PV amplifier that was in his setup is actually his PC. So when we come back after this, we're gonna dig deep into that plus more. Remember, guys, you can't eat ass without Rogue Energy. Use code DD two fourteen today for ten percent off. And I just gotta ask a quick question before I we ask about your setup now. So with the space, uh-huh. I, can ima- I can imagine it gets a little difficult sometimes to, you know, make a yeah. little love. How is it? Yeah. Like, how is it? How is it? Uh, how is it so quiet right now? Uh, the kids are in the back. Are, are you? Are you? Do you have like a room partitioned? Is that kind of like? No, it's a it's completely open. The door is completely open or it doesn't even have a door. So interesting. But it's, uh, so you, so you just have two well behaved children. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> They're just distracted right now. They they have their switches. Right. They're playing Fortnite or whatever, so they're just distracted right now. Yeah, that was a dad joke. I, you know, you got you got a ten and an eight year old. I got a ten, <coughs> a seven year old. So yeah, I got I got, I got nine. I got a nine, seven, and six. So yeah, I John's, man, we John's totally fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they keep on. I you know, I'm telling you, I. Well, yeah. Seriously, how do you uh? How, John, I think John asked a very pertinent question. How do you, uh, how do you and the old lady um, get down to business when uh, it's time to do that? So the good news is, is uh, even though the jacks are down, the stabilizer jacks are down, this thing will still rock when you're walking through. So, right, we just see it's the wind. 
<laughs> Say that one more time. We just call it the wind. The wind. <laughs> well, there you go. Too easy. And so, that's good. So when, uh, when uh, in a couple, do you, do you have boys? Yeah, yeah. So in a couple in a couple of years, there's going to be a lot of wind blowing through there, like every night, like oh like, god, and probably like three times a day, right? Like, <laughs> like where they when they discover like uh, when well, they discover, you know. <laughs> all right. So funny thing about that is, I do have a 13 year old stepson that her her oldest son, and uh, of course he had the talk from his dad, right. but we we told him that if he ever has that urge. Just let us know that he's got to go to the shower house. <laughs> Fair. I mean, I, you know what? I, I don't. I don't disagree with that approach because I think taking that more honest approach with uh, with sexuality, you know, and raising them in, in a healthy environment where they understand it's nothing to be ashamed of, and their body is nothing to be ashamed of, and the, the biological urges that occur uh, because we are hardwired to fuck from the yeah. from, from age from age like. 12, 12 to 14 ish, all the way until in, in like well into our like fucking 60s. We talked about the you know I mean? not too long ago. Like it is, you know, like we, you know, we we are human beings, but we are human beings. But at the end of the day, when, when you get down to brass tacks, we're fucking animals, dude. Yeah. And and animals like to fuck, you know. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, it's not it's not, but it's nothing to be ashamed of. That's my whole point. Oh, no, it's, no, it's, it's like. But it's awkward, it's awkward, and it's awkward when you fuck when you're a fucking teenager. It's so fucking awkward, you know. You, you know, you guys remember what, what that shit was like? How fucking lame that shit was, you know? Like how fucking. Yeah, like, but, but remember I know, when I know how I know how much of a fucking loser I was when I was a fucking teenager. Like how how big of losers were you guys? You know what I mean? Like like we were all fucking like just these awkward ass little fucking shits. I wore raver like, pants, so right, raging, raging <laughs> with fucking like testosterone and hormones. You know what I mean? Like, holy shit. Those are positive. Those are positive vibes. So the setup now. So you are on, you're on PC, the Nintendo Switch, Xbox. Are you on PlayStation as well? I'm not. I I, I got to get another PlayStation. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, every other system I have. Yeah. That's really cool, man. So how do you so what so what games are you mainly on and how do you balance your time in between each each one? So for the most part it's uh Fortnite, which I only play when my buddies are playing. Um Same and then Joe. <laughs> when I have downtime, it's uh it's Minecraft or or one of these other first person games that I can just chill to. That's awesome. Did you you said you have a. Do you have Game Pass on the Xbox? I do. Yeah. Have you Have you ever played Mist? I uh, have. Yeah. Well, Mist a long time ago. Yeah. I was gonna say like it's on the Game Pass, and I just I just played the shit out of it and beat it because like I played the I played the fuck out of it in the nineties and I had a oh, really yeah, good time. I was all about Mist. I was gonna I was gonna say you seem like the kind of guy that might enjoy that game if you've never played it, but you obviously already have. So it was a very popular game. So how. I apologize. How how old are you again? Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Okay. Okay. Nice. Does your does your does your wife game with you, or does she does she watch, or does she do her own thing? Like, so my wife, uh, she does she does game only one game. She plays Mortal Kombat eleven. Awesome. You know that's cool. that's her game, not mine. Um, awesome. But uh, my wife's more or less. She's the one that's like, go play a game. You seem stressed. Okay. I'm not, but okay. <laughs> you know, 
you know, I, I have to, I have to say, uh, you know, we've only, we've only been talking for about half an hour, but I honestly have to say, uh, good morning, Mark Anthony. Good to see you, bud. Gonzo um, gaming. I have to say, it sounds your 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 family. It sounds like a very very healthy and and loving environment. You know what I mean? As far as like, you know, uh, the living in an RV might not be the most traditional thing in in the world, but it sounds like the your your attitude and and kind of philosophy towards life. You know, and it sounds like your you and your wife are very supportive of each other. Uh, I was. Uh... I was a very angry person before she came along. Like, uh, okay. well, she had a veteran. Most of us are angry as hell anyway. I'm, but uh, yeah, my I'm anger got me the best of me. Like, my anger got the best of me, and she's she's leveled me out to the point that I've become pretty much a hippie. It's pretty much been like the the water off the bat that we were always told by you know NCOs growing in our careers or, you know, fuck it. It doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's become like that. Yeah. Like any couple, we have fights, but it's not your normal fights. It's you ate my food right. or something like that. <laughs> right. That not, sounds, yeah. That, not like some revolutionary road shit, right? That sounds oh, beautiful. Yeah. Man. <laughs> that, that's, that, that, that sounds, that sounds beautiful. And you know, I, I have, a, I have a very, I have a very, I'm very fortunate to have a very uh, loving and wonderful girlfriend, um, and I, I look forward to the day that, like, we're we're, we're getting we're getting there slowly, but yeah, it's one, of, it, it's it's a work in progress. And how long how long have you and your wife, uh, how long have you and your wife been together? So we've been together for shoot, four or five years now. Okay. But we didn't get married until 2021. Okay. Okay. But it's one of those things where you you basically like I, I, I get it like you to to maybe to uh, people outside the box uh, it seems like you're taking like a huge chance and a huge risk but when right. you're when you're inside when you're inside and you see what's actually going on and you see the 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 foundation of a stable and loving home environment home environment you know which is really all we want for uh, I, I would assume the uh, the next generation and you know for them to grow up in you know, you, you take, you take the chances that you think are going to, you know, per, perform, perform the best. Right. And right. I see, I see, I, I can see that. I can see that happening, you know, with your family. That's, that's a cool thing, man. That's fucking badass. And yeah. I, I, I applaud you for that. I applaud I also, you for, for, for taking those kind of risks, you know, on, on, on love instead of fear. Right. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. It's a very powerful thing. I also remember you mentioned that you're very big into retro gaming as well. Some yeah, of, yeah. So, what are, what are some of what are some of your favorites that that still blow your mind today that that you played in the past? Oh, jeez. Uh, I was big in the Game Boy. Like my first game system was the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Second was the NES. Third was the Game Boy. And honestly, it's. It's always held that nostalgic special place in my heart, but when you turn around and spend two hundred dollars to have the huh. ultimate Game Boy, right, right, it's, uh, yo, that's what's up. It's kind that's of that killer, cool. killer app, and yeah, it's Pokemon Yellow. That that's always going to be that ultimate game for me. It's going to keep drawing me back as far as that goes. But uh, I didn't actually like gaming until Super Mario Brothers Three. 
Do you remember? Do you remember that movie uh, with uh, what was it Fred Savage? Was it the Cult Wizard? Wizard? Yeah. yeah. And they and they had like it was basically like a preview for fucking Super Mario Three because it like that was the big reveal at the end. You know? Oh yeah. Do you remember that shit? Like that that movie was actually uh, let my stepsons and my two biological sons they've seen it. That's fucking badass, man. Like I showed my uh, I showed my kids uh, uh, Princess Bride. Like uh, last okay. year, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, like last last year. Last year was the first year I got to show them Princess Bride, but they, they liked it. Like it was, it was cool. It was cool to see them enjoy it. You know what I mean? Fun fact about that movie: uh, on set, Andre the Giant let out such a huge fart that it stopped the whole set for like a good minute and a half. And also another fun fact: because I'm a Robin Hood slut, uh, the dude, <laughs> the dude who was uh, who was in. Robin Hood, Men of Tights. I can't remember his name, but that he was in Princess Brides. He was supposed to be the original uh, Robin Hood before Kevin Costner was. So I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking Robin Hood nerd. Excuse me. So when I see these things. Um, <laughs> but, but So now uh, you're, you're set up. So you have everything pretty much together, which I love. Because usually when you see some setups, they have the Nintendo Switch in the bedroom, the Xbox in the living room, the PC in the office. So right. and then on top on top of that, Joe, Joe, can you pull it up for me, please? You have multi-screen setups as well that you also mentioned, so that you could game and watch something, or have the other TV being used for the kids. Right. So, so what's first off to start off? What is the PC? So <clears throat> the case is the Thermaltake Level Twenty VT. It's a uh, it's a showcase case that they designed for guys that want to build uh, these massive, intricate, water-cooled systems. Nice. Obviously, can't do water-cooled because of vibration and everything, but uh, I just like the way it looked. It was square, and I thought it was small. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not small at all. It is a brick. Uh, How far back little, does it go? Um, Jesus Christ, it's a good question. It's about twice as deep as it is wide. Oh, so I'd say about two inches. If you look at the width and you look at a micro ITX board, it's about two inches wider than a micro ATX board. And you're sitting, you're sitting basically where that picture was taken. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. right. That's like, okay. Yeah. So, okay. That's dude, you, you have for, for living in a van down by the river, you have <laughs> a hell of a fucking setup, my man. Like seriously, like that is, that is some fucking goddamn, uh, uh, innovative shit right there. That's a very innovative way and excellent use of space, my man. So. Yeah. I have to say, it really it, it, it's so it's so cool because you have access to everything. You oh know? yeah, because especially now with the Nintendo Switch having the N sixty four service, now you have access to N sixty four games, but you still have the PC in case you wanted to emulate them. So right. you got the best of both worlds. You have the Xbox in case you wanted to play some some Bethesda games or or some something or another. You know, it's it's it's, dude, it's it's incredible. It's incredible how you managed to to be able to have all that and to to pretty much consequent your time 
to enjoy yourself. You know. Well, you were talking. Well, we were talking about my wife being supportive and everything. Um, the only reason the PC was built was because of my wife. And then uh, I was actually giving my old pre-built to her niece. Well, I couldn't finish up the build until I found a, a new uh, graphics card. My wife goes on Amazon and finds a Asus Dual 3060. And she's like, okay, get this one. $700 above retail. And she's just like, get this one. We have the cash for it. Fuck it. And you got it, and it's there. Oh yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you got to pull the fucking trigger, man. Yeah, that's really what. I, that trigger here. hurt like hell, though. Oh yeah. I mean, I you know it's what's what's that old expression like? You know, it 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 uh, sometimes you got to spend money to make money. You know what I mean? And that's that's kind of like whether whether that money is is literal or figurative, you know, and for for something that maybe you need in life. You know what I mean? Like right. not much not much different than you know I see, I see a lot of dudes out there. Uh, building like their own like little home own like private home gyms you know like yeah. a, cu a couple of weights at a time you know like you know eventually they get the bench you know eventually they get the squat a squat rack you know like whatever but it's but what is that what what you know what kind of dividends does that pay when you don't have to uh travel to and from like an actual gym and you can just right do your house, you know so so yeah Hey, hey, Joe, hey, Joe, I got you, homie, dude. That's only because fucking my ass looks fucking fat, bro. I do fucking, <laughs> I deadlift like a motherfucker, bitch. All right, wanna, I rock. I still I got, rock. I got to say, I am right. impressed with his with his work today. He has not found a way to get fired today. I can't dude, believe it. So far, so far, but like, I mean, so far, dude. Dude, my ass is so badass, dude. Like, I got that apple bottom, bro. Like, I got that apple bottom. Like that's what that's what I got. Okay. I actually like, have I actually have a friend. Because, don't get actually. mad at me because I'm 40 fucking years old and my ass is fucking looks better in fucking <laughs> jeans than you. you <laughs> You're fucking right. Men and women like that ass, dude. All right. So fuck off. All right. Oh, there, there goes there goes no, Daddy Sergeant J like again. That. There goes Daddy Sergeant J again. That's his that's his uh persona when he gets a little trigger happy. Daddy Sergeant. Let me smash. Oh, he's just hitting the buttons today. I love it. I love yeah, it. Man. Yeah, man. So, I mean, dude, I'm, 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 I'm highly impressed, man. And and I, I like you even more because you're, you're, you're a night, you're, you're a brother, man. You're a '92 <laughs> golf. You know, you know, we were, we were using Kiwi to keep them boots clean, no matter what, man. It was, it was. Oh yeah. It was treacherous, you know. So this is cool, man. So what, what, what's in the future? Are you? Are you are well, you going to be getting a bigger RV? Are you going to be doing? I was going to ask what's after Carlsbad. That's exactly where I was going. Like yeah. what? So you, you guys, the, the desert, the desert is calling. Okay, so you're going to take a Jim Morrison ride, you know, on the storm, out to fucking New Mexico. You 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 know, spend a couple months out there. You've got the schooling for the kids covered. After a few months in New Mexico, where are we going after that? Or what's maybe like the next potential hotspot? So our literal plan for our travels is uh, we bought a, a map of the U.S. for the side of the RV that we fill out with the stickers that you see most of these nice. older people with. I say older people because we are pretty much the younger, you know, yeah. family that lives in an RV from what we've seen where we are. Oh, you, are, you, but, will, uh, be. you will be. It's... It's one of those we want the kids to have the same opportunities or more opportunities than me or my wife had. Like my wife got to travel 
her grandfather was former U.S. Army back when the Army was something to be feared. Not saying it's not, but that's a different generation. Um, you know, and she got to see all these places. She got to see places I didn't get to see. I got to see places she didn't get to see. So it's all about the kids seeing places neither of us have seen. We want them to have more opportunities than we did. So, yeah, Carlsbad is a, a definite up first. But after that, we want these kids to be able to look at the side of the RV with that map and be like, oh, we saw all these states. We went all these places. I um I have I, I have I have to freaking interject, man, because I'm telling you, man, like that freaking uh, I've done the exact same thing with my daughters and we've been to places that I've never been be because I was I was at Fort Carson for seven years. But because of my because of because of the proximity out west living in Colorado, mm -hmm. we were very close to like multiple. Um, my kids have been to fucking Old Faithful in Yellowstone. Uh, we went to fucking Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? Right. Like places, places I'd never been, but I. You went to that guy's grave. Uh, uh, Doc Hall, Doc Holliday's yep. grave, uh, Glenwood Spring, Glenwood Springs, Colorado. Yes, if you, but yeah, I was gonna say, Jason, if you, if if you need any uh, if you need any uh, ideas or uh, travel routes, I've got tra I've got travel routes, like actual, just go up, go up here, take a left on highway, blah blah blah, and just travel right. high, travel that highway for fifty fucking miles and be amazed, right? Like, I like. I fucking love road trips. Right. And I, I love, I, again, I love what you're doing, you know, and, and having those kind of like, it's a lot of it is for the kids. You know what I mean? Like when I got back from my last deployment, I took, I took my daughters to Disneyland uh, for new over new years. Like, it, like I pl planned the whole fucking thing out. Like we, st we literally, we stayed in the fucking Disneyland hotel. Like be because, 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 like, because I could, because I was back from a deployment. Right. I mean, like, like, why not? I got the money. Like, fuck it. Let's do it for the kids. You know what I mean? Like, and I get it, man. Like, that's, that is fucking amazing. And I have a well, special thing. Is, uh, go ahead. Go these, ahead. Please. These kids are big in the gaming. Like, I love them to death, even though I look at play? the stats. What do they play? Uh, mostly Fortnite. But, uh, the, the 10 year old, I looked at his stats the other day and he has 199 solo wins. Out of Holy 340 shit. games. Holy sh how many how many games? 340 total. And he's won how many? 199. What the fuck? So he's he's good. He's so good. He's so good. you know, we're gonna another thing I want to show them is taking them to where uh the studios are. That I know of in the U.S., you know, showing them where Epic is, showing them where, yeah, uh, yeah, bro, all these places, taking them to the Dallas Star, which is the the eSport arena up in Dallas. Yep, Dude, letting them see all the same. Which, That'd be which, badass. Yeah, it was just big in the news a couple of days ago too. They were they were the the, the Dallas Star just made big news the other day where they were just going to start implementing way more esports competitions in well, that in that location so well and he, you're in you're in you're in louisiana now you're gonna have to travel through texas to get to to fucking new mexico anyway so i mean oh well, yeah we well what's funny you, is we lived can, in texas ahead, <laughs> we lived oh, in texas before we moved over here to louisiana so interesting interesting they got well, expensive though well it's, I'll, I'll tell you well oh dude like don't get me started on fucking colorado dude like holy shit like but i i, I well I, we lived I, in uh feel your shit. pain on that 
We lived in College Station. We lived in Texas A&M's backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were paying eight hundred fifty for a two-bedroom apartment, and they were about to raise it up to twelve hundred. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now yeah. I pay about six hundred. In- inflation went. Inflation went through the roof this right. last year, and it's it, it dude. It, when I like, I was ETSing, and like it crushed my like I I fucking. Have you ever seen that scene at the end of fucking uh, Hot Shots? You know, it's Charlie Sheen. We're like, he's like coming in for a landing. And then it just like, it's just like a plane with no wings just fucking like smashes to the ground. You know, like that's pretty much how I landed in Kansas City. When uh, after ATS and me and my kids moved out here. It was like, I, we, that's basically how we got here. It was just like a fucking crash fucking landing, dude. Because it was like inflation went through the roof. And it was like, okay, like I'm going to do, I'll do this now. Okay. Roger that. And yeah, so, so, I, I, and I, the thing I love about being mobile too is you can play, like, if, if you want to go to Dallas on the way to Carlsbad, New Mexico, you can. Yeah. And that's basically like, and, and so there, you can literally pick spots on a map, like you said, and say, like, we, we know the end destination is over here, you know, but in between here and there, let's go find some cool shit. Right, is that right. basically like the idea? That's, that's it. See what uh, see what the uh, the U.S. has to offer. That's Fuck not yeah. on the normal beaten path. Fuck yeah, dude! Like, I can dig it. I can dig it. Like, it's. I love it. I love it. John, we're we're at forty five minutes, man, because I've been rambling. And, okay, um, and uh, not giving our guests. What do we got for uh, news? Well, actually, well, when we co- when we come back right after this right after this break, we will do the news, which is well, I don't know. You want to do the the Russians first, or you want to do the acquisition? Oh man, Ooh. I don't know. Flip 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 a coin, and you decide. Dealer's choice, dude. Oh, ramble time. I'm, I'm poor. Think, I ain't got coins. Think think I'm think think I'm rambling already, dude. Like don't get me started on fucking Russia. All right, man. you call it. What's it gonna be? Head, heads uh, acquisition. Heads. heads. Head, What do you got? What is it? I can't Tails. see it. Tails? All right. Russia. Is it going to be right? All right. Roger that. Right. So so when we come back right after this, we're going to talk about Russia. Heads I win, tails you lose. Jay, this is your story, man. So break us down with what's going on this week in Russia. Well, basically, uh, Russia has made some moves. They've massed troops on the border of Ukraine. 
that that part of it has been going on for the last several weeks, I guess. Um, the latest developments are that if you were with us last week, we 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 very casually mentioned that uh, basically stuff was happening in Ukraine and Russia was kind of making these moves that they might they might do do actually do something right. And so U.S. intelligence had it that you know they were looking for looking to possibly like do like a false flag operation like within one month. Well, that was last week. In the last seven days, um, several European nations have basically called Vladimir Putin's bluff. And there are the there are particular weapon systems that the country of Ukraine has been asking for for years, years and years and years and years. And nobody really wanted to give them to them over a over a certain amount. They've gotten they've gotten some, but not not very many as far as like holding off like a Russian tank invasion. Right. Um, this last week, several European nations called Vladimir Putin's bluff and basically just threw all of these weapons at Ukraine and said, here you go. Like, you can have these weapons down. Basically, these weapons are anti-tank and anti-air uh, weapons. So we're talking about laws, uh, javelins, you know, for my infantry brothers. Um, stuff that, like, Ukraine would, would, would suffer massively in a Russian invasion, yes? And we, and we all know this is true. But when you're able to, when, when one infantryman with a fucking javelin can take out a tank by himself undercover, you know what I mean? Um, it gets really, really, uh, caught. It, 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 it doesn't become very cost effective after a certain point. And when casualties and losses start mounting, uh, you lose your public support. And that would be Russia would lose its public support of an invasion of Ukraine. And so now basically almost like basically like the entire European Union is calling Vladimir Putin's bluff and saying, fuck you. So they, they just gave Ukraine a shitload of weapons to counter a Russian invasion, which again, the Russians would inflict massive, massive losses and it would be devastating to the country of Ukraine. But now Ukraine can fucking fight back and so make, and make it, and make it really, really hurt. Uh, make it hurt Russia. And as of this morning, um, they were yesterday, they, they put out a, yesterday or two days ago, they put out a notice for the U S embassy in Kiev, uh, Ukraine for non-essential personnel to leave. Uh, as of this morning, they're saying that they're, that the U S embassy is going to, is trying to get all personnel out by no later than Monday morning. Bing bang. So it, it might be going down like, Putin, Putin is a fucking piece of shit and fuck, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Vladimir Putin for fucking up the country of Russia. Like the way you have, dude, like you fucked it up, man. So are we going to see a Georgia 2.0? I don't know, dude. And that, and that's, see, that's the really, that the thing is like the world has placated Russia for so long that they're like, they haven't, Russia has not been like in, in a real shooting war in a long time like they 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 invaded afghanistan in 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 late in the late 70s they had their vietnam you know like their version of vietnam and afghanistan yeah we all know what happened everything what happened after that everything every everything after afghanistan and and the collapse of the soviet union has been very isolated very region-centric conflicts that russia has been involved in they have not gotten into an actual shooting war with another country legitimately since since they were in Afghanistan, and that was when the fucking Soviet Union still existed. 
So what they've done since then is they've, they've, they've kind of gobbled up small, I, I say small amounts of territory. I don't want to offend anybody when I use terms like this, by the way. I, I understand that Russia absolutely took territory that did not belong to them, you know, you know, and then there's conflicts like Chechnya and stuff like that, that like when we talk about global geopolitics here on this show, do not expect, don't, don't go to Jay and expect me to be the fucking the Don Juan of the shit. Okay. I, I, I just know what I read and I'm not always as up to date as I need to be. Point being, Russia has not been like in a real shooting war and the world has placated them by keeping them out of real shooting wars with other countries for a long time, basically since the collapse of the Soviet Union. If Russia invades Ukraine anytime in the next fucking 48 hours, the whole world is going to be on fucking high alert because several countries in Europe have said they will fucking, they will fucking support Ukraine. And several of those countries are in a European alliance, but they also happen to be members of NATO. So if NATO gets into a shooting war with fucking Russia in any regard, we're involved. So here's a question. Like, what would what would yeah, those, are the, do? those are the stakes, basically. Those are the stakes right now. The world, the world, the world, the world is the world is daring fucking Vladimir Putin to blink. Now, like, now what now what would Jay do? If you were the president of the United States, what would Jay do? Well, this is well, this is a this is a an extremely precarious situation. You're talking about Russia, and part of the reason that Russia and the entire world has tried to keep Russia out of shooting wars for the last like three decades is because they have fucking nuclear weapons. Right. Okay. So you're the president of the United States and we're talking about Russia that has, you know, nuclear weapons and a big red button that can fucking end society as we know it, you know, just like we do. Um, and they're getting ready to start gobbling up territory. They've already started in little increments gobbling up territory in the last fucking decade. Yeah. So, as the president, what do you do? I mean, like the world is like they've gotten so sick of fucking Putin's shit. The world's daring. The world is daring Putin to blink right now, and like, and he's Putin's never really blinked up to this point. And so now the world is saying like, all right, motherfucker, do it. Like, do it. Like, if you're gonna put your gun, if you're gonna put in someone's face, you better, world, you better pull the trigger. Dude, the world, the world, the world's off of fucking Putin's bullshit, man. The world's off of it, man. It's like we're we're yeah. getting ready to break up. It's 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 like when you're in a fucking toxic relationship with that shitty ass fucking like girlfriend or boyfriend. You know what I mean? It's like fucking. Nah, man, I'm fucking done. Like, no, you know I, what this is like, like tonight. Today, today is the day. I'm leaving. Uh, go get that fucking hoodie that I gave you fucking six months ago because I want that shit back, right? Like that's my fucking hoodie. I'm fucking leaving, dude. You know, you know who Russia is. Russia is the friend that everyone wants to believe in. Out of all the friends in the in the United Nations, he's the friend that everyone wants to believe in. But he keeps on doing stupid shit, and they're just like, "Come on, man! Why you keep on doing this shit for? Stop it!" That's what I'm saying. You I mean, are fake news, it. and it's it, it's it's really it is always a fucking hoodie. This is this is the this is probably the first time. In a long time, this is not the first time that the world has called Russia's bluff, or the U.S. is, or whoever. It doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter what. This is not the first time in history Russia's bluff has been called. But this one, the, the stakes are excruciatingly high, like super fucking high, like as in nuclear stockpile high, right? So, I, I, it makes me sad. It makes me sad that I had to ETS last year. Because I would love to put a fucking star above my fucking CIB and be able to say that I fucking 
I fucking fought against Russia. That's all I can say. It Hell makes me yeah. sad. I, I like I daydreamed. I, I used to daydream of fighting Russia or China, and I never got the chance to do it. Hey, maybe we can fucking send a few fucking thousand more people to fucking like go fucking like put a hurting on somebody. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Why the fuck not at this point? Like, climate change, all this shit's coming, dude. Like, a lot of shit's about to change in the next decade. And if we don't call fucking dumbasses like fucking Putin out, like now, like nobody's gonna have a fucking chance like <clears throat> anyways. So fucking. We might as well we might as well fucking knuckle up and get and get a little bloody fucking in you know get a little bloody now so we fucking save a lot more blood fucking later because yes, there's some sir. hard there's some hard times coming there's some hard times coming either way yes, either way sir. I apologize for going down a fucking very dark road let's fucking lighten the no, lighten the fucking mood well yeah. that's why that well that's why we give you these moments Jay that's why we give you these moments and what's up I don't like I don't like I don't like being negative, man. I don't no. like, but but it's but that's that is what's happening Listen, in our world. If right you now. didn't, if you didn't it's have heavy. a piece of negativity in you, I don't think I could trust you, Jay. It's it's just it's just it's very heavy, and I understand it's Sunday morning. But see, in in in, in this church, we don't fucking bullshit. We'll we'll just give it to you straight, and fucking what whatever we whatever we say on here that's opinion based is definitely opinion based. But when we spit facts, we're spitting facts. Yep. So and, I'm not and, here to bullshit anybody. You know, Joe, it, it's heavy shit, and I want to. I don't like being negative, but it is fucking heavy shit. Like, yeah. it's very heavy, and 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 I I I think I think fucking Jason's smart because he's fucking mobile right now. I wouldn't mind being in a fucking RV with my fucking family if fucking bombs start fucking falling. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and but, a big shout out to Joe Squillini. Thank you for coming. Thank you for hanging out, man. Squillini sounds like sounds like a pasta that I would eat with a with a Joe fried Squil- chicken. Hey, uh, give me uh, give me that. Uh, give me that Squillini. Let me get yeah, one give of me that Squillini. I want the Squillini dish. Give let me, me get a four. Let me get a fourteen inch right there. I like that. That looks good. That looks good. It's yes, spicy meatball. It's so, a spicy meatball. All right. So we have probably one of the biggest news probably of the year you know and it happened just 18 days after the year started we're all gamers here we're all we all play xbox and this probably You want to fucking motherfucker. interrupt me like that again, motherfucker? Is that fired. what the fuck you want to do? You're fucking fired, bro. You're fucking <laughs> fired. In the middle of a fucking sentence while the king is fucking speaking. <laughs> so fucking fired, dude. Oh, my God, dude. You're so fucking fired, dude. Joe, you suck. You're the worst producer fucking ever, oh, dude. shit. <laughs> you suck. You fucking suck. <laughs> Oh shit! And and uh, Dylan so, Mason yeah. says the whole Fortnite squad's <laughs> watching now. Holy shit! That's the whole hilarious. Fo- hey, I gotta say, man. Um, before we get to his acquisition news, I've been playing. Um, I've been playing Fortnite with Joe, and I don't know what it is, but it, um, there's a ninety percent win rate when I play with Joe. It's 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 actually it's qu- it's quite interesting that you there's a ninety. 90- you said it's Fortnite. On Fortnite, we're out there. We're we're, we're all taking. Right, all right, I'll fuck. Is it on fucking Xbox? It's free, my friend. It's God free. Fucking damn it, God fuck. Well, Watch. you know what? Nikki got Nikki got me into PUBG this week, so it's fucking. It's, well, it's happening, Joe. It's happening, Joe. It's, just, it's happening. What, what you played? We played what? We played what? 
two games and you won. We I think you won like what five straight games. When we first started playing, I think we played like I think we played like seven games. We lost two of them. Yeah, and we had the crown for like five consecutive games. We were the crowning dudes, the crown dudes. Uh, and then after that, everything changed because the matchmaking started catching up to us. So then we started kind of underperforming here or there. But <laughs> yeah. uh, once you get the hang of like, oh, and this we're getting into a little more meta here. So then we started adjusting fire and being a little more tactical with our shit and sticking to our team instead of being like, you know, a duo and another duo off somewhere else. Sometimes it's handy to split up, but, you know, it, it's better to stick with your team. Yeah. Too. Um, I don't know. It, it just it, we are. I haven't played a first person shooter since Modern Warfare. And that this was third, this, is third, this is third person. This is third person. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I will still I still haven't played a shooter like that since a year and a half ago or more. Yeah, well, well come back into it. I was like, "Holy shit!" But yeah, no, but yeah. So let's. Uh, 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 Joe, Joe, Joe Squinney. Joe Squinney's. Uh, he he's right that, though. Uh, they, they, they fucked up. Uh, give, giving giving him a uh, old school uh, modern warfare guys uh, red dots. He he's right. He's they absolutely call. right because I use, I, I look for that weapon all the time and I get and I get yeah. like banger kills. So into the acquisition. So just a short time ago. Just a short time ago, uh, Microsoft bought Zenimax, which right. is Bethesda. You know, you got Doom, Fallout, <clears throat> Starfield, and you know we we were all so excited. I was excited. Jay was excited because he gets to play fucking Doom like he's nine years old again. You know, right. I'm sure. I'm right. sure. You I know, love, I, love, I love I love fucking going to I love going into hell and jerking off on demons' faces, dude. Like and just be like, I own you, bitch. Like dude. I ain't fucking scared of you. There you like, go. But that moment when you walk out and that fucking goddamn giant building sized demon is just like walking and like the whole time, like the level's been shaking. This is like the very beginning of the game, you know, and the whole level, like the ground shakes every once in a while. And when you walk out and you see what's been shaking the ground, it's like a building sized demon. I exploded, dude. I was like Randy yeah. on fucking South Park. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, no, you were, yeah, you're you good. Saying. So you the saying. week, the week prior to this acquisition, take two bought Zynga. 12 million dollars but now microsoft has acquired activision blizzard and king for 68 billion dollars 68 billion fucking dollars and uh someone proved me wrong but i believe this is the biggest acquisition in gaming history right now it is it is it absolutely is yeah so um so so many questions come from this, but I have some answers for you. They have not said games are coming exclusive. They but Microsoft has a working relationship with Sony right now to make sure that Call of Duty still comes to PlayStation. Of course On top do. of that, Candy Crush is now owned by Microsoft. StarCraft is now owned by Microsoft. Um, the list goes on. So I'm gonna ask you guys what as gamers, as gamers, Jay. This is the gamer side. I want, I want, I want Jason to go definitely go first on this because yeah. I've, I've I've already talked like entirely too much this episode. But does, does this excite the, you? Does it depress you? Go ahead, Jason. Uh, you know what? I've grown up Nintendo and Xbox my whole life. I've had PlayStation here and there for exclusives, but I honestly. I see this as a win 
for all three companies. I see it as a win for the pockets of Xbox or Microsoft. I see it as a win because Xbox has always had or held hands with my uh, with Nintendo. But I see it as a win, not so much for PlayStation, but for gamers. Because think about it this way. You look at Call of Duty for the past four or five years. You look at... Um, all these other games that were owned by Activision and Blizzard, there haven't been many changes. Then you look at the past year or two with all the BS that's going on with Activision and Blizzard, all the, the complaints and the sexual harassment and all that that's come out. Somebody had to do it. And Microsoft stood up and said, fuck it, we got the money, let's do it. But I do believe that they're going to pump money into it to revitalize, hopefully, a dying genre that Call of Duty had. Call of Duty definitely And, and I'm going to hang on to that note. So when you're done, yeah. Jay, I got something to say about the CEO and the sexual harassment case. Oh, go, ahead. That, go ahead. Like, while you're, while you're on the thought, go ahead. I mean. Are you sure? Because yeah, I don't want to take yeah. away your thought. No, no, no. Spit it out while you got it, man. So, go ahead. So, um. CEO, what's his name again? Kostic or Kosidic? He's got like a funny name. Um, I can't fucking see it there. Oh, what the fuck? Bobby Kotick. So it's being said that he will be staying uh, with, with Activision. Now, he is part of the major lawsuit, like he just mentioned, with the sexual harassment that was going on. We covered a couple months ago, too, that there was even a suicide at a holiday party. Um, Jesus. Yes, and we we you know we spoke about this and we treaded very carefully with this because it was a very insane story that came out and there was frat boy mentality going on. My theory on all of this is that one, they're gonna fire Kosick right after Q three. Um, it's it's been very well known that he does not want to that they don't want him a part of this team, especially with the fact that Microsoft has a long standing. Uh, relationship with their employees is having a good work environment. I have a big theory here that Microsoft came in here to save the fucking day and hopefully bring this new work environment to Activision, Blizzard, and King. Um, and right, right over here, uh, Joe Squilini says that, I mean, it's funny how right after Sony released God of War on PC, Microsoft makes this play. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's pretty true. Cody. What did I just miss? Nothing. Cody fucking moved and John and Joe notices everything because he's oh he's all, the, all the fucking cats. So yeah, you know, Dog, yeah. like like Jason mentioned, you know, that you know, these things are still a major cloud on Activision right now. So is Microsoft gonna be here and save the day? Or is or with Bobby still on still on the mound, are we still going to have these issues arising? Oh, he's smiling. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know where to start with this shit, man. This is like I understand I understand why some of these some of these motherfucking corporations like see the need to gobble up other corporations and fucking just it's the Disneyfication of like everything. I say Disneyfication. That's like Disneyfication. That makes sense. 
and it fucking <clears throat> of everything. And I, I, I see why they did this because gaming, gaming, uh, American gaming specifically, especially game producing, is is in a, a, a it's it's at one of the low watermarks right now. Like there's not a lot going on. There's not a, a lot of super innovative shit happening. A lot everything in gaming that's happening right now is happening uh, in 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 Asia, in Japan and Korea, and you know Japan and Korea are having like high watermark years right now in in innovation and development. Um, Watching Microsoft gobble up basically what amounts to several more fucking gaming companies to me is just like, we're just going to be fucking spoon fed, you know, our fucking our entertainment in, in yet another arena of life. So it's not just fucking movies and fucking Star Wars and fucking every other fucking thing we grew up with as kids because of Disney. It's also going to be when we fucking pick up a fucking handheld device and just want to fucking like you know, escape reality for a couple of hours in a very healthy and productive manner being video gaming. Uh, I call bullshit and I understand why they do it, but you know, the mighty dollar can suck my fucking dick, dude. Like I don't need, like, I, I know I, let me say, let me tell you guys what I don't know. I don't know of a single fucking person, at least in my lifetime yet that I've known that fucking took anything with them when they died. So if money is that fucking important to some people in this world, I guess fucking go for it. But don't be surprised when fucking people get pissed off and and tell you like the world told fucking Vladimir Putin fucking this week to blink. Eventually, and, eventually the gaming community is going to fucking tell the developers, the producers, these fucking multinational corporate cocksucking conglomerate sucker of suckers of Satan's cock. Fucking we're not we're, we're done with your bullshit. Like we're not buying your fucking product anymore. I'm not saying it's going to happen in the next few years. Like I'm not. I'm not making that claim. I bet it's, saying it's like, cock tastes like shit. I'm saying. I'm saying eventually it's going to happen, and the gaming community is going to tell American gaming companies to blink. Well, after the acquisition was revealed, some positive news was was has come out of it. Um, there's been talk of Guitar Hero coming back, which I'm not going to lie to you. I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about that. And there was even talk. It seems like that these conversations were not meant to come out until after after the acquisition. Um, and one of the biggest thing, one of the biggest uh, talks about this is Call of Duty. Um, we do have a Call of Duty coming out this year. We do know that. What we, but the conversation that is happening right now with the higher ups is that they're looking to make sure that Call of Duty is not a year to year. Um, game anymore that's a yeah I, I i saw that but i want to i want to rewind just a little bit because i want to like we, we fuck call of duty we talk about it entirely too much anyways like let's rewind with all the fucking technology and the gaming devices that we have right now can you imagine playing guitar hero or fucking like you know like well look at rock, guitar or like, rock, or like fucking rock band with like your homies you well, know they, they even have the one where you can like sing the karaoke and shit you know what i mean like well, uh, japan has that on the switch yeah like, well, son of a fucking bitch. See, not like, having Japan has that, huh? Did you say the, uh, the switch being non-region? You know, I have right. a Japanese account, and I'm going through. I'm like, what the fuck? They have a karaoke. That's what they I'm fucking. App, they have this. They have that. See, that's a million dollar fucking idea. American companies are not like dicking down hardcore. This is why I'm afraid it won't sell. That, exactly my point. Fuck them. Fuck what they think. Like, like yeah. nobody's taking chances anymore. 
That's why we're getting 15 different flavors of fucking Star Wars soda from fucking Disney that, like, I'm not going to watch anymore. That's why I stopped watching. I don't fucking watch. I haven't watched fucking, like, oh, well over fucking, like, two-thirds or possibly three-fourths of the MCU fucking Marvel movies. Okay, I don't hold, give a, I don't hold, give hold a fuck. Hold I don't up a give second. a fuck. How, like it's, it's like, why, why do we need a video game to, to have us play songs with our homies when we could just start a fucking band? Yeah, but you know, I mean, yeah, but who wants to fucking do that? I just want to play. Like, I just want to fucking, I just want to be like the karaoke. I'll, I'll, I'll be the singer. Right Somebody else can play the fucking little. Well, shit. even when you're you're across the nation too. Exactly. Like you can play with like I, I can like sing, I can like sing karaoke with my military buddies. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it would be fucking great. I think it would be fucking great. You know, I'm just I'm just saying I'm just throwing it out there. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I. I I, I just see that I see I see all of this is like I, I I'll tell you what the other positive thing John I, I'll end this rant on a positive note I did see that thing you sent uh, where you know Microsoft does have a working relationship with Sony I did like seeing that I don't see that going anywhere though like Sony, I don't see it going anywhere either because remember Sony is a cocksuck of a corporation and now Microsoft owns everything like in, in the gaming community like fucking Disney owns everything well, in entertainment like fuck well that. we like, can't we can't forget the fact that. Call of Duty has has had a working relationship for Sony PlayStation for a long time. They 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 yeah. host they host the esports events. They right. host, you know they 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 are in charge of all the Call of Duty stuff. So how does that shift now? I mean, you know, our, our, we're in crossplay. We should be having crossplay esports games anyway. E three isn't even happening this year. Like, hey, come on, man. Like, not I, confirmed. Not confirmed. But it looks like yeah, E three is probably. That's what you're I'm hearing, saying. You like, hear it. You're hearing it here first. E3. Like, yeah, that's what I'm. That's that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, no, like these. The, that's exactly why I don't like the move because it, it like these these fucking corporations don't care. They well, two don't of your mains already pulled out. Say again. Two of your mains already pulled out of E3. You already had right. Nintendo pull out, and you yeah. already had Sony pull out. So right. So why would you even? Yeah, it's like that's what I, that's my whole point. Is like th these companies don't care anymore. The bot, the bottom line, the bottom line is the fucking is is the dollar, like, and, and and they don't they don't fucking care. So they're they're just gonna keep fucking shoveling shit out and see and 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 throwing it to the wall and seeing what sticks. And but all but all in the meantime, the gaming community is just getting shoveled, you know, their faces shoveled with shit, and it sucks. It's I I feel, I feel like fucking Stan on that episode of South Park when he's like when he turns ten, you know, and everything turns to shit. You know what I mean? It's like you know like. I, I, I hate to sound so goddamn bitter and cynical on the, on today's episode, especially because our guest made me feel so fucking like peaceful and like blissful with like, like <laughs> imaginary imaginary dreams of like the Nirvana, the, 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 the Buddhist style, like Nirvana, like healing method of like fucking just like traveling the fucking traveling and wandering the earth, man. Like that made me feel good. And Russia and fucking Microsoft make me feel bad. They make me feel bad. And I, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I feel so cynical and jaded right now. Like, I'm proud of you, though. You haven't said you haven't said fuck a country in a couple episodes. But you know what? Because I realized in those earlier episodes, you know, the, the, we had that whole shtick where I would, at least once an episode, I would say fuck Russia or fuck China, whatever. I realized not, re not, not, not the people. They're and not the people, right? And and and, that, and that's right. And we it went from fuck Russia and fuck China to but not the not the people, the governments. And then that's kind of where I've carried it to, like, 
if I if want, I have to clarify what I'm saying, I pro I probably just shouldn't say it in the first place, right? Do you want to talk about that T-shirt design I made and when I accidentally put the, the that mod that model with the CCP tattoo on it? Do you remember yeah. that that T-shirt design? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, and I yeah. What did I say? What like what? what... Well, the I, I I well, it's gone. The picture's gone. But you know, right. the the T-shirt design said DD two fourteen for the people, not their governments. And we had like a really interesting conversation. How it seemed a little too radical. And then you said to me, John, why the fuck does that guy have a Russia tattoo on his arm? He has a Soviet era tattoo on his arm. And I'm like, oh, oh. yeah, oh, for the oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that's like, and and it's and this is one of those things where we we don't we don't get overly political on the show, you know, for for reasons. And we want to be we want to be inclusive to the entire gaming community. Uh, <laughs> we we are we are we are veteran. We are definitely veteran centric, but we are not veteran only, obviously. So we, we expect we expect there to be a wide variety of uh, political views uh, within our community, and that's fine. That is totally fine. But we, but we have to be careful how we represent ourselves, especially in a public setting, being a podcast. Uh, we do have to be careful because we don't want to come off as supporting supporting X or Y or Z over over what ultimately we do support, which is the gaming community and veterans. You know, specifically veterans within the gaming community. All right. So if you know, it's one of those things where. You just got to be careful. You just got to be careful how you, how you, uh, I guess how you market yourself. I mean, I'm a fucking 40 year old fucking edgelord that dresses in fucking black and wears fucking sunglasses in a fucking basement. Right. So if you care that much, obviously about what we're saying, you know, I guess good for you. But I also at the same time don't want to like, we, we don't, we don't as a community, as a community want to put ourselves out there that we, you know, don't, you know, don't include people that should definitely be here with us and among us so just saying like you can't you can't you can't take over the world by fucking like by fucking like excluding people you know what i'm saying so just throwing it out there yeah man so before we get to our you know our sponsors and affiliates i just have a question uh, i just have a question in the statement real quick jason i want first i want to say thank you for coming uh it's it's really cool to have you on the show uh one theme that we've had on our show is that a lot of our guests have been our friends and it's, I guess it's safe to say that we just made another one on our show because we learned so much about you. And especially since, you know, you just came into our group just a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And what, one question I have is, one, how did you find this? Because that's been one question because we during the time that you came in, there's been an overabundance of people that have been coming in. And oh. all of you guys have been active. So I've been kind of curious to know how have you been, how have you found, how did you find us? So, I'm not going to name names, but I had a bad experience with another veteran community. Okay. And I was, I missed some of the aspects of that community. Like, it was fellow veterans, fellow uh, like-minded people. So, I just happened to put in the search bar on Facebook, DD214, because usually there's a lot of groups out there for veterans that'll uh, pop it up there. Like DD214, and I found the uh, the content page first. Looked at a few videos. I was like, okay, these are like-minded guys, you know. And then I saw that there was a group. Clicked on that, joined the group. Yo, that that's pretty cool. And then you, and, I, then, and, and, then, and then you and then you interacted by sending us a picture of your rig. 
Oh, bro, that was I, I saw that post and I was like, well, fuck it, you know, I'll I'll send a picture of my uh my whole setup. Yeah, and began began because of that you became a guest on our show. Like that's fucking badass, dude. That is fucking badass, dude. Well, yeah, I did say that you know, thank you for the activity. Thank you for bringing in those that you brought in. It's Absolutely. really cool because you know it's a this is a whole different world that we've never dove into before, and it's so awesome to to learn about that that culture. Well, what's funny is most of the people I brought in, we were all in the same veterans group, and uh, we we all experienced the same problem. You know, it was very toxic, and we were in a group chat, and I told these guys, you know, I wouldn't invite you to a group unless I checked it out first and it was legit, and. You know, they they definitely followed me. You know, well, they know that my judgment is is somewhat decent. Well, and Some, that's, somewhat and that's decent. Exactly, and that is exactly what we are trying to avoid is that is that toxic fucking bullshit. And that's that's where, like, we, we, we start first as a community. We, we, we're not we're not here to fucking, you know, for, we're, we're already we're already a tribal community to begin with. We don't mm -hmm. we don't need to we, we don't need to, like, further divide ourselves by fucking, you know, who we fucking voted for the polls, whether or not we fucking own fucking 15 fucking AR fucking weapons or whether we fucking voted libertarian fucking radical fucking left, you know, who, who the fuck cares? Like right. the whole, the, the point is we're, we're already a fucking tribe. We were a fucking tribe when we wore the uniform. We're a fucking tribe after we get out. You know, I, there was a man, uh, me and my old lady had a date night last night, and there was a there was a man, an old old, old man, like Vietnam era man, uh, at one of the uh, establishments that we went to, and he had you know typical like Navy veteran. He had the fucking his hat on, but the ship that he had on, I happened to I happened to fucking know the, the name of the ship, but it had a really cool name anyways. And so I bought the dude a drink, and you know because it's like it was fucking that was a badass ship, and I got to fucking the, the dude like he was a Vietnam veteran from that era on a Navy ship that has, you know, had a, it had a, a very fair share of its own history basically. And so, yeah, like, you know, it's that, that, that's the idea is that no matter how far we go in life, like that part, that part of our life, we, we will, we will never, never gets taken away. And so we, we carry that part of our life with us uh, for the rest of our lives. Why would we, why would we, move away from each other when we should be moving towards each other and right. sharing, 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 sharing the same fobs and foxholes and in the fucking, the long, cold, dark of night um, coming together to assist each other like we did while we fucking served. Because otherwise, what the fuck, what the fuck was the point? What the fuck was the point if we don't do that for the rest of our lives? We already learned the discipline. We already fucking have our trades. If we're not, if we are not helping each other and staying a community and bearing hatchets, we're fucking like hatchets never had to be raised in the first place. We are doing ourselves a great disservice. So sorry for another rant. My bad. No, that, that, no, that was a beautiful rant. And now That's... guys remember it's Sunday. So it is your last opportunity to eat ass tonight. And then have another cup of rogue energy for your PT session in the morning and that nice drizzly cold if you're in Jason, the East Coast. Jason is going to drive from five miles outside of Lafayette, Louisiana to Carlsbad, New Mexico in one fucking shot. And it's going to be because of rogue fucking energy. 
There you, you go. Stay up, when you need to stay up for 36 hours straight and fucking pull security on a fucking bed of darkness when your fucking batteries and your and your nods went out, you need fucking rogue. Okay. And, and what's that code, Jay? What's that code for 10% off? DD214 Gaming. You will fucking hear colors and see sounds. It's going to be fucking amazing, kids. Take all you can. 300 milligrams of caffeine a shot. I dare your heart to try it. Absolutely. And also, we have a new affiliate in the family now. Oh, I, don't yeah, think we we have, do. I, I don't think we have a caption for it yet. But guys, Kempo Tech, computer building and repairs. Check out Vander Linder ITI64 at gmail.com. We're going to have a graphic for that soon. But if you need your computer fixed or you want the computer built, talk to Kempo Tech. And if you guys don't know who Kempo Tech is, that's our that's our famous hacker uh, who... who you, just outed, you just outed him. John. His name is Kempo Tech. You're from fucking New Jersey. You're not supposed to... John? We're going we're gonna to have to talk after this. You John? stupid. John? Who said that? You stupid. All right. What's who's next? Who's All right. <laughs> um, hey, don't guys don't forget if you need your CBD Delta 8 needs, if you want toothpaste, cream, uh fucking gum, gummies, uh flour, uh rose blunts, whatever you need, make sure you guys check out blazeonlinenewjersey.com. Alex, Alex and Johnny, we miss you, man. Um do, do, do. Oh, also, the www.linktree.com slash DD214Gaming. You can see all our fucking links there. Make sure you guys click on that YouTube. Hit like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Tell us how shitty we're doing. Also, go on anchor.com slash DD214Gaming so you can leave us a voicemail. But next week, you can actually call in next week, and we will have a number for you so that you guys could call in. Uh, Did you Spotify. Do the Paleo Giant? Did you yeah, do the we're going to paleo giant is next paleo giant is next go ahead no no you're good the paleogiant.com make sure you check them out for all your paleo needs we just had a really cool talk with the paleo giant he's gonna have a really awesome cooking session for you guys very soon get ready for that um do we have anything next uh going into spotify and all that shit oh yeah so make sure you spotify we have polls on there we have questions on there guys Sometime soon, we're going to be Spotify exclusive. So make sure you check out those videos. The videos are already there on Spotify. Hit like and subscribe. We see the numbers. We see what city you're listening in. We know who you we are. We you. know we know who we our friends you, are, and, and we know who our enemies are. And I know, know that you guys are listening. Are. I know who the enemies are. And, yes, I'm right. looking right at you in the eye because yeah. I see your cities being listed yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. So we know you hate us. But it's okay. Keep listening. Keep giving us some listens. I appreciate but it's okay it. because you you still listen because you you just want this taking up that free space, taking up all that free space in your fucking mind. Yeah, and Get also all that free space in your mind. Thank you, Joe. So the very last thing that I have here, we're making some changes to the roundtable because we're having some issues looking for some mechanics. They're not easy to find apparently. So huh. our first episode of Ooh. the roundtable, you guessed it. Infantry leads the way. It will be the 11 Bang Bang leading the way in the first episode of Roundtable. We have casting calls. Right now, we are looking for three highly motivated individuals right now to be a part of that. So contact us today and check that out. 
Um, Jason, would you would you feel comfortable taking the final thought for today? I don't think he knows what that is. I don't know what that is. So the okay. final thought, we, we promote uh, the Suicide National Hotline, the 22 a day. I'll take it. I'll take it. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You got, you got, <laughs> You gotta let the guests know before uh, before you ask them. To I know. I keep I keep forget I keep forgetting that. Yeah, Joe. I blame Joe. I blame our fucking producer for not warning the guest. Like, you're, hey, Joe, you're fucking fired, dude. You're fired. <laughs> Fire me, bitch. <laughs> I I love you, bro. I love you. Thank you. All right, check it out. Hey, it's been a hell of a week. We talked about some heavy heavy ass fucking shit today. All right. If life is getting too fucking heavy. Don't be too proud. There's plenty of fucking people out there that'll fucking be happy to take a few pounds out of your rucksack and put it into theirs. All right. And help you fucking keep moving forward. If you need help, call somebody. All right. If you've been having a, a long night and you've been imbibing, maybe had a few too many of these. All right. Nothing ever good ha happens after midnight. All right. I know I sound like your old Sergeant Major, but it's the truth. Nothing good happens after midnight. Fucking call somebody. All right. Three o'clock in the morning. Fucking call somebody. All right. If you're on the other end of that motherfucking line, NCOs. All right. I see you fucking out there, NCOs. Answer your motherfucking phones. Nobody fucking, nobody calls you at fucking 3.30 in the morning that you haven't heard from in two years for no fucking reason. So answer your goddamn fucking phone. All right. Somebody's fucking reaching out. I don't give a fuck if you're being drunk dialed by your fucking homie from fucking high school that you haven't fucking talked to in years. Answer your motherfucking phones. This fucking cell phone culture is bullshit. I don't know when it became fucking socially acceptable to not answer your motherfucking phone. All right? Because it don't happen for no fucking reason. All right? So answer your goddamn phones. If you're having a bad night, just don't. Pick up the phone and call somebody. Okay? It could be a family member. It can be a friend. All right. It can be the National Suicide Hotline, which is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. All right. You know, and if you're seeing something, if, if things are happening around you and you notice some, some things are changing, if someone's reaching out to you, all right, help talk them down. Help guide them in the right direction. All right. One is fucking too many. All right. And as many as we're seeing in, in the last few years, is a horrid fucking amount of it all right someone out there fucking cares so take the time don't listen to the fucking don't listen to the bullshit in your head talk to somebody about it all right people depend on you your future self will thank you that's all i got and guys see you next week thank you so much and make sure, make sure you check us out for next week for breaking news when Microsoft buys the world. See you guys. See you guys next time. Go Chiefs. Chiefs. <laughs>